Hey, you know, when I started this podcast, I had so many questions, so many questions. How I get this off the ground? Who's going to be listening to this? Who are the people that I'm going to connect with? Man, I just start scratching my head. And there was a lot of podcasters around that, you know, offered they would do this and they would do that. But it was always with a price tag. What if I introduce this to you? Something that is 100% free with ridiculous ways of how easy it is to just press a button, say a few words, bam. You say it, click it, hit the next button, add some music to it, you're live. People hearing you all over the world. They got places that you wouldn't even think they would reach out and they do this for free. Hey, let me hit you with something else. If you think that's good, 100% free, what if I told you you can make a little money? What if I told you that there's a way that they set you up with sponsors? Yes, that's what I say, sponsors that pay you that they can advertise their stuff on your podcast. They do that for you. Let, 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 let me just break this down to you. Right now, I'm getting paid for you listening to me read this to you. That's right. I'm reading it right to you. And as you're listening, ching, 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 I'm getting some money. Hey, join me on Anchor. A-N-C-H-O-R. Download it, baby. Or just go ahead to Anchor. A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Did I say dot? Yes, I did. Dot F-M. Do it. Morning Tea, take a sip. Morning Tea is a forum created to share one's thoughts and views to provide thoughtful, provocative conversations to assist one to making the necessary adjustments as they cope with life's challenges. By no means does this podcast attempt to persuade you to see things as I do. Just an opportunity to look at things from a different perspective. Pick up your glass. Let's take a sip. Today's I guess conversation or discussion piece will be based off in the title, Do You Hear the Words in Which I Speak? Do you hear the words in which I speak? I mean, somebody would say, man, I hear you talking to me. I hear you sharing words. And yes, I understand what you're saying. But are you really listening to what I'm saying? How important is it is to you to listen to me as I complete each sentence? Or are you one of those people that as I'm talking, trying to figure out a solution or an answer to a possible situation that I may or may not be presenting during the time that we're conversing? Are you one of those people that as people are saying, hey, here's a situation that I'm dealing with. And as they're talking, you're sitting there and putting A, B, C, D options into play and not really listening to the full completion of what they're sharing. You know, you already have an answer halfway before they can finish the statement. Or are you one of those type of people that jump right in when they start talking? You say, oh, oh, but you can do this. Or you know what this and the person haven't finished their sentence. Sometimes we're over anxious and we want to hurry up and resolve the problem and get that person on their way. Because uh, like everybody, you know, time is something that we don't have. And allowing you to spend too much of my time is something that I just can't deal with. Uh, I don't know. You might not want to take a sip on that because that's probably most of us. Because I believe sometimes it depends on when you come and, and, and where we at in the location and the timing when you come and present these things to me. I may not be able to give you my undivided attention. I have an ear and I'm hearing you, 
But as you're talking, I'm trying to multitask. So it's quicker for me to try to grab the meat of the conversation and come up with an answer than to sit back and listen to his entirety. Because that entirety, if you're one of those people that are alone with it, it might be a 10 minute thing. And I don't have 10 minutes to involve with you sharing whatever you feel. Because some of you all, again, when you start talking, you start with one issue. And by the time you finish, there are 17 issues that you want me to help you to address. I don't have the time or place for that. Um, what, what I do have is a listening ear. You know, I listen, but I'm not going to tell you that every time I'm listening, I'm mean, totally engaged in you because be honest with you, some of you all are boring. You know, you just keep going on and on and on and on with a situation that you have yet to fix on and on talking about how this happens on and on talking about what if this or what if that, what if this, what if that. You sit up here and, and just start talking. And as I tell people, you get diarrhea of the mouth. You just go and share everything in the world. And some of the stuff has nothing to deal with the very reason why you're talking to me. But as an active listener, active listener, I have to sit there and listen to you and to your entirety so that I can sit back, gather all the information you have, and then come with a reasonable approach to try to dissect some of the things that you have given me. Keep in mind, everything is not going to be solved during that one session. If you're one of those people that like to share everything at one time, like you know that you only got these five minutes with me. So you're going to make sure that you try to bring 10 minutes or 20 minutes with a conversation and compile it into five minutes and share all with this. And at the end of the conversation, you'll be asking me to give you an answer. Back to what I was saying. How important is it to you to listen to what I have to say? And then vice versa. How important is it to me to know that you're listening to me? Now, a lot of people will sit right across from you and watch your lips move, but their mind is three or four miles away from what you're having. And because they can sit back and they know the method in which you speak, they know they can zone in and zone out back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, for different stages in your con- in your conversation and grasp the, the needed information that is needed so that they can give and give you a reasonable response when you've concluded your conversation or your piece that you were sharing. But that's not being a good listener. That's just knowing the person that you're talking to. See, a good listener falls under what I think under three, I mean, other five positions. And they're the people that are, are, are able to be listeners, but open to listen. They're careful when they're listening. They can be objectively listening. They can listen with expectations and they also listen for answers. What I mean by that, open, that you're sitting up here and say, you know what, for these five or four minutes, I'm going to dedicate my whole time to hearing what you have to say. And I'm listening to hear what you're saying and what you're not. I'm looking for the hidden message within that conversation that's going to help me to get the information that I needed so that I can come up with a logical explanation or an answer to help guide you out of your situation, if that's possible. And if not, then I'm listening to see how I can deal with the emotional ups and downs that you're bringing to me during the conversation that in hopes that I can share something that brings insight to your current situation. 
And I have to listen carefully because sometimes you will say things and I need to jot it down because you've given me so much data in that conversation that I need to make sure that I dissect that part of the conversation first before I go into any other things. Or while I got my pen and paper, I'm writing down the high points that maybe you reiterated, the high points that I see an emotional shift in you or your voice elevated. I watch how your demeanor change, your posture change. I write those things down. So there were, those signs tell me that these things were very important to you or these things bring the most emotional uh, disturbance in your life. So I have to write it down. What am I doing? I'm carefully listening, but I'm being observant. And I have to be objective. I have to understand that everything you tell me may not be you. It may be somebody else's reaction or or their effect from what they did or did not do that affected you. So I got to see how important was that individual that you're bringing into our conversation and the things that happened. I want to see how biased I can be. So I have to write it down and to make sure I'm not giving my point of view based off in the information that you're giving me or based off in the, the, the relationship that I have with the other or how I personally feel about you and that person, or you and that thing or you in that situation uh, uh, and how I can curve that to benefit me or am I doing it to keep an open view so it would help you to understand what you're sharing with me could be something that you have to deal with or something that's going to cause a little more one-on-one sessions or maybe you need to stop doing what you do and disconnect from it. Whatever the, the end result would be, I have to be able to sit there and objectively look at all point of views before I respond. Some of us don't do that. Some of us just hurry up and jump in and begin to share whatever we feel like sharing. And sometimes we're not doing a, a great justice to either us, either them or us. Sometimes you can have a quick response and then some things is going to take a little longer. It depends on what they're throwing on your table. And then listen with expectation. Never go into a conversation where somebody's sharing words with you that you don't expect them to get to the end or sum this up to come to some reason why we're having this conversation. You just don't want to have people just keep going on talking and talking and talking and you can't have a rebuttal. After so long of hearing them sharing their their thoughts and their concerns, stop them for a minute and reiterate what you heard them say to make sure that you let them know, one, that you're engaged, two, you're, you're, you're hearing what they say, but three, you want to remind them that you find yourself being repetitive. So there's no need for you to go back over this because I'm showing you that I've heard you the first time you laid that information on me. And then then it shows the listener or or the person that is speaking, it shows that the listener is actually listening and they're engaged into that that person. That means for that few seconds or that few minutes, you have that person's undivided attention and they're gainfully employed trying to come with a logical answer to your current situation. But you're not giving them the time to dissect this information because you just keep going on from segment to segment to segment to segment until it becomes so complex that it's kind of hard for them to gravitate and pull something from it. People get offended sometimes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, when they're talking to you and you pull up a pen and a piece of paper and you begin to write notes down. If you would tell the person before they start talking, if you know they're that type of people, you say, hold on, you give me so much information in the past and I don't want to steer you wrong. So if you won't, if you don't mind, let me bring out a pen and paper. Let me write down some of the highlights that you have. And so when the time comes that we try to rectify or come to some resolution for your situation, I can look at my notes and I can be able to 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 clearly bring fact, bring forward the facts that I've gathered from your information that you shared. Again, that shows them that you care. That shows them that you want to get this thing resolved and you want to give them the best answer possible. 
Think about it. Wouldn't you want to know that somebody's sitting there really listening to what you're saying and they're doing whatever they can to so they can remember everything you have so that when it's time comes, when you look for possible answers, they can say, you know, based off of what you shared earlier, when you say this and that, I think this. And they can begin to check off the very points of questions that you have laid upon them, therefore making sure that they cover as much as they can during this conversation. And lastly, we should always listen for answers. Sometimes people give you answers within the conversation. They'll sit there and start telling you option A, B, C, D. If you're hearing them giving you options, write them down so that you can say, okay, I see that you've already put time in thinking of some suitable uh, answers to this equation. You, you thought of some options that you were considering. Now, I don't know if you're asking me which one you think is best, but I tell you what we can do. Let's look at A, B, and C, and let's say why A is better than B, and B is better than C, and C is better than A, or whatever variable that you want to do. But at least you have it there so you can sit there and have them to make their own decision. Sometimes you don't have to make the decision. You just need to let them vent, let them share whatever they're sharing. Sometimes people don't pose a question. They just need to have a listening ear. You have to be an effective listener. That's what you need to be. And in that effective listener, you have to know the five positions that you fall in, the one that we just went over. And you also have to be want to, you want to be a listener. Some people just come up to you and just talk and you know they're just talking so you cut them off. You just hear bits and pieces when they say. But if you want to be an active listener, you have to listen to them to make sure that you can come with some answers. Hey, go ahead. Pick up your glass. Take a sip. We've been going for a minute. Take another one. People come to you to talk and share thoughts with you because they believe that you can help them. Even if just listening to them, they believe being a sounding board is more than them talking to themselves. You should think it's flattering for someone that wants to come and share some of their intimate thoughts or their deep passions or desires, even their admirations and ambitions with you because they must see you as a high esteem because they believe that either one, you care, two, you're somebody to respect, and three, you have some answers that they have yet to go. So they, 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 they stand on the fact of knowing that you're mature in levels that they don't know or you might have experience they have yet to embark on, or maybe they just need somebody that is willing to show that they care. That's what listening does, family. People come up there and they try to engage in so many things in your life and they want you to be a part of it. If you don't want to be that listener at that day, then let the people know, hey, today's not a good day. I have some things that I have to deal with, but give me until the end of the day or let's talk, let's reschedule this for tomorrow, the next day. Let me deal with the situation that I'm going through today. And then after that, you can have my undivided attention. Never embrace someone that is coming with thoughts, throwing everything on your plate, and you yourself are not ready to receive that. You don't want to be bothered. You don't want to hear these things because right now, today's not a good day for me. But yet you'll go ahead and do uh, have these listening sessions with them, knowing that half the stuff that, that they're saying, you're not registering. Or if you do, you're only looking for things that, that will that will add on to your current situation. For example, if you had a problem with your, your mate and then they're having a problem with their mate and they begin to start talking, you'll find that they'll start having characteristics that they're defining as the same characteristics of why you mad with your mate. Or you're sitting there having a problem with your job and that person comes talking about a job, you'll find similarities. So all it is going to do is fuel to your fire, add fuel to your fire. 
And then now you find yourself even madder than what you were when you started. And then you start playing the blame game. Then you start to start making decisions based off in your anger, based off of what this person has added into your life. That's opened up a whole nother uh, 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 area of concern that you didn't see until they start bringing up. So now they have added to your fire and now you got a burning flame when all you had to do is say, let me just take a break right now. Let me get myself together. And after I have resolved my situation, then I can sit down and listen to you. I know and that's ideal, the best way to do it. But if you're a parent, sometimes you don't have that flexibility. A storm will come up and the kids have to respond and they respond and they say, mom, dad, this, this, this. And you have to put everything up on the side and you have to hear what they have to say. And then you have to give them a logical explanation to what's what or a reasonable answer or your best answers in some case. And it depends on what type of job you have or what type of person you are. You'll find that you become a, a listening ear to many people. And it comes with sometimes it's part of your job. Sometimes it comes with your career. Sometimes it just comes with who you are, especially if you're born leaders. Born leaders, you'll have a lot of people come and they want to ask you questions because they trust your value. Some people say it's a curse. Some say it's a pain, but it depends on how you look at it. it. Depends on what you make the best of. Life is not going to stop being life. It's going to throw its challenges and people are going to have challenges that they just don't, that they really don't know how to work with it. And they're going to look for people like you that can help them. But if you're not in a place to help them where you can give your undivided attention, then let them know. Take the responsible role and say, hey, you know, this is not a good day for this. I know you're going through right now, but right now I have some things on my table, too. Please don't take this as a disrespect or I don't want to help you. But right now I have to help myself in order to help you and others as days come on. So give me today to get myself together and let me see what we can do about that. Hey, take a sip. I want to thank you for sharing your most valuable time with me. We pray that this session has provoked a thought and has opened your eyes to an ideal which stimulates the mind to take action. You are one of the unlimited possibilities. You're my future. I need you to survive. Always remember to take this, take advantage of any opportunity that comes about to create a better you. With that being said, take your final sip, drink up, Life is not going to stop changing. It's going to keep rolling with the punches. And people are always going to look for someone to help them out of their situation. Can they count on you? I hope so. At least I do. Take a sip.